Welcome to Talk to You. My name is Sebastian. How's it going? How's it going? Pretty good. So uh, today we're going to talk about um, preventing high cost repairs. Yes. We decided to do a podcast around this because we feel like there are things that we lately have been servicing for customers that could have been avoided. Um, and I think a good good topic to overall kind of refresh and you know just give some insight on what to kind of look out for yeah to like hey when you're visiting the shop make sure you guys check this for me definitely the grease fittings did you see a lot of guys are like yeah. hey we should we we should shoot that video along, around the grease yeah fittings. with all the grease fittings on a volvo yeah volvo any truck any truck we yeah any well truck we'll do a couple trucks yeah um so <clears throat> i didn't tell you i did tell you and i want to tell you when we're recording live on the podcast um i think i found a project uh truck for us okay that's going to be my <laughs> personal truck for the sh- for the operation. I, so the reason behind that is is uh, let, I would want to have something that we can customize, work on, have shallow runs because we have customers that bring trailers for repair. And I would want we have we actually have uh, two coming in today, so I have to go pick them up. Okay. We uh, sort of a local truck uh, kind of helping out. To shallow run trailers. Be, yeah, I want it to be plus uh, any local runs that we have. Uh, could be you know helping out <clears throat> so I found one I'm gonna show you a picture I haven't sh- 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 I didn't show it to you yet so um, nice it's a uh, yeah, international 4300 yeah so that's an 80 84 with the big cam or yeah yeah with right. the big cam yeah <clears throat> so I'm talking to the guy right now and if I make a deal, I might go down, take one of our, take our uh, semi-truck. Yeah. I was going to ask you if you want to go with me. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's four hours away. It's not that far. Okay. So we would do a road trip, pick it up with our uh, tow truck and, okay. and just come back here. And, and Dude, hell yeah. 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 So um, the price is right, I think. He's got a lot of interest, but I think I'm just going to mm, pull the trigger on it and then nice uh, yeah yeah yeah. so i have some ideas that's that's we'll show we'll reveal on the channel we're going to shoot obviously a lot uh around you know working on it working bringing it in and, yeah, conditions and, and well, well we should do a shoot while we go out there you know while we check yeah, it out yeah, see what it looks yeah. like we'll do we should take our n14 volvo down there yeah uh, so yeah, let's begin. What else? Is there anything else you want to, before we start uh, around the shop that happened uh, lately? We've been having, uh, what, two guys with the DEF uh, failures? DEF failures, yeah. yeah. A lot of SCR. What was the last one that we, we, I don't think we talked about it. Well, they were both D13s. Uh, the DEF line from the DEF pump going to the DEF dozer, dozing mm-hmm. valve. That was leaky or frozen or what? No, uh, up, I mean? on one of them we had a broken uh, wire going wire going to that uh, heating element mm-hmm. on that line, so that was throwing a fault. Repaired the wiring, put a new line on there. Well, that guy was towed in from quite a bit, right? uh, pretty far away, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we had another guy with the same issue as well, but yeah. he had a, a clogged up a uh, dozing valve. Okay. Um that that one what else we are yeah i think those are 
trying to think. We have another guy coming. Uh, well, today we had to do some uh, DPF and DLC filter cleaning. So yeah, we and, we, and we do have lined up for it's Friday. We do have lined up a lot today, and we just had two customers before we started yeah. podca- uh, podcasting drop off their trucks. Um, so, and then this one, I think, Cascadia that we had um, that had uh, when we were setting the smart, smart idle. Oh, the optimized idle yeah. on this, uh, what is it, 2016, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was, that was fun. That was um, just parameters. Okay, let's talk about our topic today, um, how to prevent high-cost repairs. Uh, what do you got there? What do we... Uh, pre- let's start off with oil changes. Number one, yeah. Yeah. Um, changing your oil within, what, 15,000 miles to... 20, 25,000? Depending on the application, yeah. We, you know, everybody has different ways to go about it, but that that's one thing that the second is, um, you know, mineral versus um, synthetic. Synthetic, right. uh, obviously the synthetic has uh, less friction. So, you know, manufacturers are using the, on cars are using the synthetic, less friction, better fuel economy. Yeah. And that you're gonna have the same, uh, same results on a semi. Same, yeah, the new, especially new engines. Um, highly recommend it. Older ones as well. If you have a healthy engine, I don't think. If you have, yeah, like you if you have a healthy, healthy engine, engine yeah. yeah. If it's a higher mileage, I wouldn't really go with the synthetic. Yeah. yeah. If you if you put Lucas oil and don't don't <laughs> 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 don't sell the synthetic. Um, but why why why? Um, well, obviously the seals are worn out. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to be. You know, it's older seals. You have a thinner oil. And it's got, there's more possibilities of it leaking, and there, there's possibilities of oil consumption. Yeah, on a and higher mileage, a higher leak, yeah. more leaks, and just yeah. overall. Okay, um, what else you got there? When you is there any visual um, things that as let's say somebody's changing an oil on a truck, like you can grab a sample on your finger and look, yeah, like what well, are you looking for? What you could do is uh, you know, check the oil level, rub the oil through your fingers, and if you feel it like. Um, like a honey-like uh, viscosity, well, obviously the oil's still good. But if it's not tacky anymore, oil's, oil's not good anymore. And then the color. And the color. White, uh, whitish, like a lighter color. Yeah. Well, obviously a diesel engine's always going to get more soot on it. Mm. So it's always going to be on the darker side. Yeah, but so if you see a lighter oil, then what does that mean? Yeah, it's be- on the better side. Yeah, but I mean... As far as an... Uh, let's say uh, uh, water and oil. Oh, if you got water and oil, it, then, then you're going like? to be uh, water and oil. You have cooling and oil. You're going to have a uh, milky. It's going to be white. Yeah. Um, then there's also fuel and oil. Yeah. Bad injector or bad injector o ring. And it and thins it. it. And it's going to thin it yeah. out. And uh, obviously, you're gonna, what, what you will notice on that is uh, oil level is going to start rising up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, you're, you see, and, and it's the same thing with, with obviously water and coolant going in. Yeah. You're going to see. You're like, oh, it's a. More visual on the fuel, you're gonna. It's gonna be more drastic. Uh, the level is gonna be going up higher, a lot yeah. faster than yeah. on the, co- uh, the coolant. Yeah. yeah. Plus, also you can also smell the smell. fuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, perfect. And if it gets to a certain point, there is uh, times that the fuel will start um, coming out of the blow-by mm-hmm. or the dipstick. Yeah. You got so much oil in there yeah. Yeah. in the crankcase that it's it's not good. Yeah. So true. Okay. Uh, wh- also, what's, what's next? Let's look at uh, well, when you get your oil changed, metal and shaving. Uh, oh, metal shaving. True. Yes, that was. I totally forgot. We talked about it before, and we forgot about it. Yeah, but 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 keep take an eye it, out. See if you see in your on your even uh, on the hand. dipstick, you 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 might be able you'll, to pick, you'll be able you'll to pick, pick it up. up yeah, 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 for sure. 
uh, obviously you'll pick that up on a before you start up the engine. What I would want to what I would want to talk about is <clears throat> how for me it it was helpful with sending it to a lab. Yeah, you're gonna you get know. a. Uh, well, it's going to shoot a paper. It's going to tell you the results, what a percentage of metal, if any, uh, percentage of... You'll, you'll, copper. It will pick up copper, uh, fuel, coolant. Yeah, so you get a whole graph of, of metals and everything that kind of shows up, uh, you know, coolant, uh, glycol, anything that you, you, you might have in your oil, it's going to show up on yeah. that graph. That all that helps <clears throat> to understand what's, what's going on. What's going on with the engine. engine so that exactly. can prevent... Um, you know costly repairs for sure costly and repairs or overhauls. start uh you know start planning on buying a new truck if you don't want to yep. if you don't plan on overhauling the engine yeah and so uh, remember how we talked about when you can do a bypass f uh, filters that filter your i told you that you know <clears throat> if the engine is healthy you don't have to change the oil yeah. All you have to do is just filter the crap out of yeah. it. And filter out the soot. Yeah. So there are systems on the market that you put in uh, and you literally can just... What I would do is uh, send it to a lab, put a sample, you pull a sample, send it to a lab, and then just swap the filters and, and, and just keep running the same oil, which lowers your cost of maintenance, but you have to know your engine yeah. to do that. You know. And as make sure you keep uh, sending those results at the same mileage so you're more or less getting an idea what when the ideal time to change the oil is yeah well and and doing it regularly yeah because it doesn't take long i've it took from sending the sample i think it's about 30 probably a little less right now um it was 30 dollars i sent it back i got it within like four days yeah, i think four business days roughly. Yeah, yeah and then do you know exactly what's happening with that engine yeah and then you can you you know you can decide oh okay i gotta drop dump it yeah. new oil now you see what what what, what the issue is with the engine so definitely lowers your cost they're roughly i think back in the day i remember around like uh, north of thousand dollars i don't know if the price has changed because i haven't yeah, looked they're at within it. that price range if, I, if i'm not mistaken yeah. so then you're getting it back within a year i think it pays pays yeah. for itself so definitely something that you know uh worth looking into um right next thing what do we got there well, I believe we have the U-joints and uh, yokes. Uh, just driveline. Drive, right, yeah. Right, so let's let's stick to that for a second. What are the possible things we're looking for? Um, <clears throat> first, if you're visually looking or getting out of the truck, um, what is something that you can catch pretty quickly? Something that I would say you can catch right away would be like a bad center bearing. Yeah. When you're hooking up, uh, when you're in the back of the truck, hooking up your glad hands, if you take a visual... Uh, inspection of the drive shaft and you see a bad center bearing what you will notice is metal shavings or the center bearing itself the rubber will be worn on it's if you let it get to that point it's just gonna be the drive shaft hanging on the metal carrier yeah, and you're risking that then a lot of damage oh and yeah and we've had that happen before where it just tears up sometimes the everything. bearings just seize up and yeah um, you, you're gonna f how vibration okay. yeah so, I was gonna, so that's a I was going to ask you about that's, that's yeah. a driver's perspective. Yeah, it's a vibration, banging kind of uh, feel. That, that come, might come from for, from different um, uh, things going wrong. Let's say a leveling valve, but you want to definitely look at the, yeah, the exactly. back portion of the truck and start kind of digging. You know, well, you you jo uh, joints. More or less, uh, the driver has to let you know where they feel the vibration yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. It could be something on the steering, yeah, steer sure. axle. So yeah, yeah. or even 
which we'll get to. I think you you did did it as a last uh, point. Shocks. Yeah, but so so shocks. Well, you're gonna be all over the place. Yeah, but 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 that visually there there's there are some cues around shocks that we can talk. But let's stick to the driveline for a second. <clears throat> what is the possible damage and cost if you neglect and not catch it quickly enough that you have you know uh, bad U joint. Yeah, if you have a bad U joint and you uh, keep riding like that, you you're running that risk of wearing out the yoke on both the either it could be the power divider or differential or on the drive shift itself you're going to yep. wear out the yokes then it's going to cost you sending it out to the machine shop cut a cut the yoke weld a new one on there and the u-joint when it could just be a let's say 200 dollars u-joint you're going to look at the driveline repair for 600 700 yeah easy yeah and um what is it doing to the power divider and diff well obviously you have more play on the drive shaft so you're going to be wearing out your uh, bearings on the in, uh, power divider input and on also on the trans uh, output yeah. center bearing also that's also going to have some you know it's going to affect it as we well we just picked it up on one of our trucks did you that tom is working on oh the power divider no yeah i believe in and out we yeah. just yeah we caught it it was so um he went through the whole truck and find, found a couple of things that we yeah uh, in a input and output of seals were leaking yeah um perfect Anything else around that that we want to mention? I would say mm, when you when you're fixing a you know a drive shaft, oh. make sure it's balanced. Well, yeah, make sure it's balanced, and also for the techs out there, I mean, it should be a no-brainer. But like, if you're replacing a center bearing, that's when it's uh, mostly that's where they make the mistake uh, often. When you don't match the yokes mm-hmm. on on the drive shaft, if it's off by, you know, a couple splines, mm-hmm. then you will have some vibration. I've seen it before. Guys had their center bearings replaced, and oh, all of a sudden I'm having vibration. Just take the yoke out, set it up. Vibration's done. Yeah, and and a lot of times that's why you were doing this is like for us a lot of that stuff is and should be common sense, but that's wouldn't sometimes you forget oftentimes and possibly it's like you know how it's it's worth talking about it how no matter how much it's like it's like you're gonna hear something 10 times and you might forget it and then you're like finally like okay cool not like now you know i I know how long it takes me to learn things and i listen to audiobooks and things all the time so i re-listen things a lot right so For us, and, and I... It might be common sense. Yeah, I've been getting feedback from a lot of guys, like, you know, like, hey, and especially some guys that start, we think we're talking about something that's common sense for us and obvious, but it's not for everybody, and it and, it, and I'm not even expecting it to be. It's, it's, it, this is the purpose of this, right? Yeah. So, like, just talk, let's well, talk about this Well, there's viewers in all thing. different levels of experience yeah. and knowledge. Yeah. Um, so, perfect. That's, I think, uh, we covered... Oh, we uh, spring bushings. Okay. Catch your, yeah. If you're a spring bushing, what's something, you know, to, a way to identify a bad spring bushing is uh, <coughs> one of the first signs you will do a sharp right or left turn mm-hmm. and you will hear a, a loud pop on the yeah. steer axle. Yeah. That's all, as far as on the steer axle. And you want to get that address, addressed as soon as possible before you wear out the spring itself mm-hmm. or the hanger. Yeah. This way... If you catch it on time, you can replace the spring bushing. If not, you're going to have to replace the whole spring. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what about the rear springs? Same goes with them. Uh, if the, you, you will start seeing uh, some axle, uh, some tire wear, because the axle is going to be a little bit shifted. 
it, so you will also see that in the fr in front. Yeah, right. Yeah, but that could also be caused by shocks, bad shocks, which yeah. we we've, not, we've mentioned leaky shocks. Um, just in general, if you see the shock or have it for a long time, I would say just swap it out. Swap it out. Such, such an e cheap. Um, yeah, part. seventy bucks roughly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, same goes with the back uh, springs. If you see the bushing starting to wear out, replace it before it e it eats up the spring. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the back part of what else could we bring up um, that is affecting your tire wear, unusual tire wear. In, in, uh, on the drive drive axles, it could be also wheel axles. bearings, or it, that can be on the steer axle too. Yeah. Your wheel bearings are loose or, you know, they're going out. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe something... Um, else comes to mind i had i know i had something i didn't write it down uh it's but what's what what what's our next point what do we have next day what's well i wrote down fuel and coolant yeah fuel and coolant could be uh related to injector cups or uh you get also you get oil in the coolant which could be oil cooler engine oil cooler it could be sometimes a trans oil cooler yeah it all depends on the obviously the oil that's in the coolant yeah. you can more or less tell yeah um you and you want to you want to get that addressed before if you have oil in the coolant then your uh coolant hoses are going to start swelling up you're going to start seeing some oil residue on the coolant hoses uh same goes with the fuel it's going to start swelling up the coolant hoses then you're going to have a blow out of coolant hose possibly overheat the engine and it's going to be costly uh, yeah costly and the fuel delivery itself is going to be restricted too yeah because of that so yeah that's definitely definitely a good one um, fuel and coolant. Uh, we also have the cab shocks. Cab shocks are that could be costly too. If you, especially it's such a um, simple I, like part as the cab shocks and the airbags or the the uh, front mounts. Yeah, <coughs> cab mounts. Yeah, that's what are you what are you looking for here? Uh. Well, mostly you will see it on the rear side of the on the of the cab, mm -hmm. airbag shifted to either side, yeah, or leaky shocks. Get yeah. that addressed as soon as possible. Yeah, every they'll just look rusty. Just yeah. swap them out. Yeah. Well, obviously, if they look rusty, I'm pretty sure they leaked out all the oil. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never, you know, you know. I mean, it depends where you live. Some sometimes even, you know, up north. Yeah. Newer shocks are rusty <laughs> too. Um, yeah, what is that? That f that also we've had. I remember it just you just feel the whole truck is just. Oh, just you hit any bump, you're gonna f feel loud bang in the cab, and you can that can uh, easily confuse with with bad drive shocks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or any other issue. Yeah, how many times I've remembered trying to address a suspension, and it was it, it was, was the just cab. cab shocks. It was the cab. Yeah. you know, it was like a lesson learned. Remember, we had that on uh, one of the trucks you recently bought. Yeah, the I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, um, it's fun sometimes to. It's always fun to like, you know, do diagnostics and try to problem solve. But um, some of them are su such simple things that it's that just are, like, I guess you can say overlooked or yeah, because we're overthinking a lot yeah. of times. Like, okay, yeah. this is uh, you know, this is the 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 problem we're trying to address. 
and usually this is within my knowledge that's what it is but then <coughs> it's something super simple yeah. do you have any examples of that uh, I have one the check valve that we did on the D, uh, D12 all D12 yeah remember that I shot a video on it I didn't I'm not gonna lie to you I don't think we're gonna post it because I messed up the video but do you want to talk about really what, what we did over there yeah that was a what was the, the, the guy Oh, okay. The red D12. We did the we did a video. With the older D12, yes, pre-EGR. Yes, pre-EGR D12. The check valve was messing up. The uh, there was there's multiple things of. Well, there's a troubleshooting process. Yeah. Uh, well, he did on the D12s. It's common for the fuel filter housing to uh, the pump, the primer pump to suck up air. Yeah. And it wasn't priming at all. And we saw some fuel leakage from the primer pump. And it was original. It was green. Oh and, yeah. And the truck, it, it the truck was, truck, uh, really. it was, I believe, was it pre GR? So it was obviously like O two. It was O two, and it, it, it was almost a million, I think. Yeah. I think it's around nine hundred thousand. Great truck. Such a clean, clean yeah, D twelve. The inside and and just in general, not even that rusty, which is crazy. And yeah, so uh, fuel filter, uh, fuel filter housing was swapped on it. Um, Try to start it up, wasn't going. Uh, you're priming it, priming it. We we're bleeding out there, and uh, finally, I'm like, all right, let's check out, take this check valve out. We took it out, dude. Yeah, in pieces. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll put that video. Maybe the audio is not that, but not that good. So maybe I'll put it in the podcast so we can people can see it on the on YouTube. But um, yeah, I think that's good. I think overall. Um, what we always preach is to learn as much as you can around yeah. the trucks. And that's the purpose of the podcast to help out and um, for for drivers to understand that you know ultimately when you're buying a truck, it is your responsibility. And like yeah. the better, the more you know, the better. Exactly. Um, perfect. Let us know if you have any ideas or questions, comments um, around this episode, or if you have questions of what would you like or any ideas any of, ideas uh, of topics that yeah. we could talk topics about or about. videos that they they want to see something uh, <clears throat> being done we have one going live today that's the uh, buying a truck right okay. now so that's already uh, as well if this is this goes live that's already going to be posted on youtube and and all the podcast platforms so guys thank you very much for listening and watching um drive safe be careful let us know give us some feedback yeah. um and dry self talk to you soon before i let you go i just wanted you to visit our instagram page it's at truck.yoo at truck.yoo on instagram and give us some feedback tell us what we would like to hear about any ideas any uh, recommendations comments are greatly appreciated uh, this episode was brought to you by Era Transport and Era Service out of Chicago. Guys, thank you very much. Uh, share, subscribe, and drive safe. We'll talk to you soon.